Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Les Moonves out at CBS. The shocking new sexual abuse allegations. Plus, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B throw down at New York Fashion Week. A Cosby Show actor shamed. Find out how Hollywood came to the rescue. And, of course, Trump is on a mission to unmask the New York Times op-ed bandit. All that and more on Meet the Hollywood Press for September 9th, 2018. I'm Alina Vision, and now your host of Meet the Hollywood Press, Joseph Kapsch. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Meet the Hollywood Press. Welcome back after a uh, Labor Day week that we took off. Alina, good good afternoon. Good afternoon. How so are you? Glad to be back. There's so much in the news. There's so much popping, so we're going to get right to it. Um, joining us today um, on Meet the Hollywood Press is Itai Hot, senior entertainment reporter at The Wrap. Welcome back, Itai. Thank you. This is maybe like your third Maybe fourth. Yeah, fourth. We love it. Well, thank you for coming back. <laughs> Merle Ginsburg, entertainment journalist extraordinaire. Thank you. I think this is my third. Third, yeah. You're just like definitely repeat. Um, I shouldn't say offenders, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> repeat appearances. Um, anyway, Les Moonves. We got to dive right in because I really want to make sure we can cover all this. So, CBS uh, CEO Les Moonves is out. Uh, all reports pointed to the fact that he's going to leave without severance, and then the investigation into all the sexual allegations are go- is going to um, proceed before they actually close the deal on a, I guess, an exit package for him. Okay, so this uh, broke this morning. Ronan Farrow, again, a blockbuster article after the first article. Six more women, and in a very detailed fashion, almost, I want to say, Harvey Weinstein-esque yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. allegations. So I'm going to start with my first question here. Um, do we think that he is going to get this payout? Because there's a lot of Time's Up has come out now and really um, said he should not walk away. Rachel Bloom, who's on the network, has uh, come out with a really strong tweet. He needs to get nothing and go away. Itai, what do I we think? I think she used the F word before that. She nothing. did, yes. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. I, 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 yeah. You know, I have to say, when I first saw the, alleg- the accusations in the first piece, I thought, ooh, this is really bad. I don't know how he's going to survive this. And I didn't think he was going to. Uh, but this is Les Moonves. He's definitely one of the most powerful people in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, one of the most, if not the most powerful person to have been accused throughout the Me Too uh, movement. So I think that's one of the reasons why he was able to sort of stay on the job for yeah. all this time. But I, I don't see how, how after these accusations, which you're right, I think they... When you read them, they definitely sound very Harvey Weinstein, um, well, very they were vindictive, just, very... It's just 
You shoved a woman against a wall. It was graphic. And not even just like lower, not even just mid-level employees and underlings, but like some actually, like the the woman you worked at Lorimar with, the uh, fellow executive. Like, like shocking. Like my jaw was literally open when I was reading this. I also felt it got so graphic. Like, did we need to know that he wears Calvin Klein underwear? And where do you get them? I think the reason why we need to know it is because when you report on these, no, no, there's a reason why when you report, yeah, yeah, when you report on these, on these and these uh, Me Too stories, and when I've done some of the reportings on these stories, you yeah. want as many details as possible to show that th- those details are what sort of makes it more credible. So. And the detail when they ask people for corroboration, in other words, and she told her husband at the time he corroborates that. Yes. Uh, lawyers definitely do that. Merle, do you th- did you think when the first article came out about the allegations that he was going to survive this? I actually did. Mostly because CBS has been the number one network for many, many years. They've yeah. made the most money. He chose Stephen Colbert and James Corden, who are the biggest people in their time slots. And, yeah. you know, he had Chuck Lorre, who did uh, Two and, and a Half Men. And Two and a Half Men. Like, that guy's a moneymaker. He's made good choices. It may not be something that we necessarily want to watch. And it's always appealed to older people. CBS. Yes. They're known for that. So I thought, you know, Hollywood cares more about money than doing the right thing. Yeah. But this rise up of women, and Ronan Farrow is like a one-man band oh taking God. these people down. When I read the story today, that was the end of it. But I, yeah. I actually thought he'd survive. Maybe he'd get, you know, have to take half a year off or something like that. Yeah. No, I knew. As soon as I read that article, I think the I texted you. No, the yeah, second. the second okay, one. So I texted yeah. you. I told you he's not going to survive the day. I stand corrected because when we talked, I mean, I was actually, like, when the first article came, I literally thought he was going to survive it. I did. I oh, thought wow. there was going to be some way and there was going to be restitution made. Like, he's donating this much money to uh, the victim's fund. He's going to go through training. But, like, some kind of yes, break from too. the. But I did think he was going to survive it. The second, as soon as I read this morning, Mm-mm. I was like, no way. This is done and then we were like chatting over you know about we the were show. texting we were, I said he's not going to survive the 24 not hours survive the day mm-hmm. um, what was your first reaction my first reaction and I think we talked about it the last time you were on correct yes. um, was that he wasn't going to survive the first time and then when we saw this article come out today it was like the final nail in the coffin especially having to deal with his package that was you know going to be awarded to yes. him awarded I guess you could say um, upon his um, departure. Um, I want to bring up because you talked about Rachel Bloom. We yes. actually have her tweet. Yeah, let's take a look at that. So let's pull that up. She says, as an employee of CBS, I would just like to say that Les Moonves should be fired without getting a effing dollar. <laughs> yeah. The, <Nerving>. uh, <laughs> exactly. The actions described in this article are those of sexual assault and shame on anyone else who in the corporation knew about his crimes. Which we know they did. Yes. Which is exactly is, what's yeah. going to bring me to my next thing. More troubling in the New York New Yorker article is that the one um, victim came forward to the LAPD months ago and they launched a criminal investigation and he told uh, quote-unquote half the board members didn't tell the other half but then was kept on to run the company yep. I mean to me it's like is the board going to be shucked too because I mean what, it's oh the, there's going to be uh, there's going to be uh, there's yeah. going to be a reckoning over at CBS yeah. right now yeah. not to mention you need to understand he's been at CBS since 1995 the head of CBS since 2006 which means everyone who's on in a high position at CBS right now was put there by Les Moonves yes. all of them are going to see their 
their jobs, um, a lot of them. So is it our, our opinion? I mean, it is my opinion that they need a house cleaning, yeah. like there, because certainly even just of the board of the board. But then also, so um, the most recent reporting has uh, Joseph Ionello who was like a hand-picked like, um, executive from Les to take over, at least in the interim, as the right. CEO. Here's the thing. Before, before these accusations, uh, everyone was talking about how Joe Ionello is very well-liked within CBS, has yeah. been at the helm of CBS, shepherding this very successful yeah. uh, uh, turn, you know, turn at CBS. They've been number one 15 out of the last 16 years. Um, <coughs> The problem he's going to have right now is that he's too close to Les Moonves. Yes. And these accusations are so bad that I don't see how he's going to survive it either. And I should mention one more thing. Julie Chen's future at CBS oh, I now right. in question. Yeah, I, I think she's going to actually she's gonna step, I think she's going to resign. She's, I don't think I she's think they're going to they're going to give yeah. her the opportunity to resign there. because the, yeah. she's not going to be able to survive this either. And I have to tell you that whole Janet Jackson story that I'm sure we're going to be talking about, yes. the one that broke uh, that Yashar broke, Yashar Ali from the Huffington Post one of my favorite broke. reporters. There's a the clip way. that he just resurfaced which is I, I encourage everyone to check it out. Uh, it's the talk they talk about Julie Chen talks about the whole Janet Jackson fiasco. Oh, I want to see that. And mm-hmm. in that clip, she sort of mentions some of the details uh, that Yashar broke, in which she claims she talks about the whole Justin Timberlake yes. apologized, Janet Jackson did not, and that's why her career went south, whereas his. Yeah, worked. he came back to the Super Bowl. I told you this in yeah. an email that I am writing a book with the man. His name is Wayne Scott Lucas, okay. who was the stylist that day when the wardrobe malfunction mm. happened. And oh, he, wow. The book isn't all about that. Either. Yeah, no, but still, okay. It's like Hollywood Babylon all over again. Yes. It's really <laughs> yeah. hilarious. But basically, it ruined his career, too. Yes. And it was all Justin Timberlake's idea. It was. It really, but, but what was supposed to show? I, I mean, so a piece like, of red fabric. Just a piece of red, and so it all came off. Oh, when but he took it off, idea. apparently it all. So we should talk about this, explain to the viewers who yeah, may not have. Wait a uh, second. Yeah. Well, let me, because before yeah. we skip to the Janet Jackson, because that article yeah. was a blockbuster. But just to back up here about the executive uh, for a second, why are they not going to hire a woman? I mean, is there any better restitution for this and like mea culpa to the entire if industry? If Nina Tesla hire was still there as number two, she would be taking over. It's such a it, shame that it, she left. Yeah, I mean, it's but it's just that they could bring her back. To me, this level of insanity of like put a woman in charge. Right. There's no better like idea to this. Like to to sort and of. There's certainly enough really qualified women yes, who deserve that. <sighs> Nina Tesla being absolutely. That's one my of the top. plea to CBS. Not that you know, but it's just like hire a woman. Hire a woman well, to take let's a start a campaign. Let's start Break a campaign. Yes, People have the power. It's true. Okay, so Janet Jackson. So for viewers and listeners, um, Yashira Lee, uh, reporter who writes for the New York Magazine and also Huffington Post, um, follow him on Twitter if you don't actually. Um, amazing. He, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he broke a story this week that in the wake of, you know, of Janet Jackson's Super Bowl fiasco, that Les Moonves was so incensed by all of that that he set out to, like, ruin her in whatever way that he possibly could. Well, remember it cost them a lot of money that the FCC yeah, came so, down on them? Yeah, they had about half a million dollars. But the the interesting part of this is now knowing that this man, assuming these allegations are all true, and I mean, uh, it, where there's smoke, there's fire. I think it's usually if you're up to almost 10 different, like what are we talking oh, here? 12. 12. Um, 
it's to be so incensed by a woman's breast, but here, you know, you're forcibly <laughs> right. kissing women. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, Les, you were offended by her breasts, but you no, could No, he basically... wasn't offended. He was just angry that he looked bad. Yeah, right? pretty much. But it's just, um, it, so Yashir got into the details of all that, but now, like, so you're saying that... So he, he resurfaced this clip where you see it's the talk, and you see everyone's talking about this, this you know, uh, the, the fiasco. Yeah. And... You can tell everyone is sort of, you know, it's a it's a show with about women. It's sort of like The View. Yes. <laughs> everyone on the panel is, you know, on Janet's side. The one who's kind of like not really on her side. The only person is Julie, Julie Chen. Chen. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's only a matter of time. It's given me a very good idea to do an article. Till somebody interviews Nancy Moonbez, the first wife, wife. who he was cheating on and, and probably, you know... More than she even knew. Yes. Well, that's the troubling part of Me Too as a whole, I always think to myself. So everything that's reported is what we know. So know that there's more. Oh, there's always more. So that's what's more troubling. Like, everything we've already learned about Harvey Weinstein, Mm -hmm. just add another, like, 30%. Oh, I think it's much more. That we haven't learned. I I think that these are men who have been in power for so long. and. And they've gotten away with it for so long. So it starts incrementally. And to get to the point where there's absolutely no accountability, and now yeah. you're the head of the number one network, and you have all but this right, power and all this money. $50 million a year for, what, 10 years at least? Oh, no. He, got, he made $70 million last year. But <laughs> the, thing, the yeah. thing about it is this isn't something that happened every once in a while. My guess is it happened all the time and if we know of 12 my guess is the actual numbers are are in the triple digits if not more I was telling Joseph today though that I did a story for UrbanDaddy.com about interviewing women psychiatrists about why powerful men do this knowing how it could I mean look it could mess up your career yes even though they're incredibly powerful and nobody talked why wouldn't they just call a hooker, you know, or a beautiful call girl? Seriously, <laughs> because it's, it's about, about power. power. It's about power. It's about power. And it becomes a habit, too. Well, like yes, you said, it's you know? addicting. Yeah, exactly. Addicting. Well, that's what you were saying, but there were other points really quickly in that you were saying in your article. So it was like, there was, she interviewed like four different psychologists about why they do, and it was like, they were nerds in high school. Mm-hmm. Getting that, back at women. Getting back at women. Then it was like, probably not that attractive so abusing like and then what was like the third it was about testosterone and when you think of why men become go to the top it's their competitive urges and that you know it's science they've proven the fact that the men who get to the top are driven by having more testosterone. Men, uh, okay, I'm a little okay. less. I'm a little apprehensive about that one. I, I'm a man, and I know plenty of men who would never dare no, do something like this. Yeah. Of course they would. I'm not saying all. I'm not saying all, but just in, in in studies and just sort of a psychologist it's sort a of bit of an explanation. And therefore, testosterone makes men competitive. And they obviously outcompeted everybody. I can tell you my testosterone levels are pretty high. I've never, in a million years, would have thought. No, thought you're not going to cross my mind. Yeah, yeah. And you probably got laid when you wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look at you. Come on. (laughs) Now, as we digress, (laughs) it's completely relevant. So, so this whole thing, though. Now, the other question that that remains is. 
there was also in the article Jeff Hager who yep. runs because basically it's all about the actual culture that he's ran now at CBS because now you're talking about all the different ranks Jeff Hager's now been accused again again mm-hmm. and this, so, one, this one is on the record now and this right there was an intern who yes. said that yes she 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 yeah, yeah was, apparently that culture at 60 Minutes before was it was ugly. Before, I think it was like 19 women who had told Ronan Farrow that he, yes. that, he that that women were afraid of, of being around him during parties because he got too drunk and handsy. Yeah. This one is an actual story about someone who's complaining about it, and it's coming after those 19 allegations. Uh, right now, uh, I, I think because go. Les Moonves is, is is at the center of attention right now, he's he's a little protected by that, but not by much. But I don't know if he's going to survive. But that's the thing that's really week. been interesting about this, because Les Moonves being such a huge figure in Hollywood, that Jeff Fager has managed to stay under the radar as a footnote in the story. It's like and Jared and Trump. That's what I'm saying. But, but it's like... <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> and this is what I want to see. I want to see what happens next week. Uh... You remember when the first uh, story came out? Yeah. And they went over to, to they spoke to Leslie Stahl, and Leslie oh Stahl my defended. God. Yes, defended. Essentially him. said she that she, she essentially said that she thinks that that to describe the culture at 60 Minutes as unwelcoming to women is not true. So it'll be interesting to see. How many other women are on that show? I just th- yeah, exactly. It'll be interesting to see what how she she has to sort of now sort of explain her her defense and and what she's going to say next week about Yeah, this. it still just plays into this whole thing like we in our jobs haven't even been at the level that these people are necessarily like within their networks like Leslie Stahl is like the uh, and you're sort of like we knew about Matt Lauer. I was like a lowly, like a you know, um, producer at the time, and it's like I remember being at NBC in here. Then you're telling me that these co-hosts, these women that would sit next to them on a daily basis, didn't get an inkling of of gossip Everyone in their ear. Knew that's about what I'm saying. So that's why Everyone knew. So when you know that as a person who's like an insider in Hollywood and you know better, it's only worse. It's like don't even make a statement. Just right. just let just be quiet because you're you're gonna have egg on your face. And like I want to know, like, is Julie Chen when she said I fully support my husband? Did she really believe that? Did she not know about all of these? I other think when you're married to people, you, you you you're deep denial about how. Yes. To, yeah. yeah, Julie Chen was very quick to denounce other men who have been accused of sexual misconduct and saying that they should step down. But when it came to her husband. She said, I'm only saying this once. I support my husband, and I'm not going to talk about this again, period. Which doesn't mean she didn't know or she doesn't think he did it. What I want to know is, here's what I want to... I'm curious. He must have known this was going to happen. I mean, when the Me Too movement started in October, he launched this lawsuit against Sherry Redstone in May. That's the most... Which is, like, seven months into the Me Too movement. Yes. What were you thinking, or how... How much, uh, 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 like, how how could you have picked God that com- time to, for another big battle knowing that you God might be exposed? Com- it's not complex. Yeah. I'm telling you, it gets to the point in Hollywood and it needs to stop. It's like these he men. He was a god. They, they, well, he was a god in, in yes, in television, right? Yes. For what he accomplished and um, hugely powerful. But you've got to stay grounded, people. Like Harvey Weinstein, they just think that they're untouchable. Money will get them out of anything. You know what? They, Donald they Trump. Were. And for many years, it's, they it's, were. It's like I think people underestimated this movement. I can tell you that when that first story came out and Leslie Moonves 
Uh, and the board, remember the board convened, it came out on a Friday and on Monday the board convened and when they convened after their big meeting, they came out with a statement saying he is going to stay on yeah. and that's all we're saying right now until the investigation is over. Which and everyone started. the board is like uh, predominantly male men in their, se- white men in their 70s. And a lot of them are are less yeah. Moonves, are less Moonves loyalists. loyalists. Okay. But they were essentially saying we're not firing him, he's going to stay on until the investigation is over and I remember a lot of people were talking about how maybe because it was the first time someone had been accused yeah. and weren't immediately fired or let go and, and uh, everyone level, was already writing like the obit for the B2 movement saying oh it's yeah. it's losing it's steam blah 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 well I think people have are now are now taking that back well time's up to their credit has now come back in because we were like when we first launched Meet the Hollywood Press, a lot of the discussion was around, like, is that still happening? Like, is Time's Up still around? So yes. when we bring up, we do we have, have their the statement tweet. right Yeah, they actually came out this, uh, this afternoon with a this, uh, statement. Here's the full statement. All right. Six more women have made bone-chilling allegations of abuse, harassment, and retaliation against Les Moonves. We believed them. We believe them. These new allegations are in addition to the previous six women who have already bravely spoken out and in detailed horrific behavior from Moombas. Nineteen current and former CBS employees also allege that former CBS News chairman Jeff Fager condones sexual harassment in his division. These allegations speak to a culture of toxic complicity at CBS where the safety of women and continue continuously were continuously ignored to protect the careers of powerful men and the corporation. The CBS Board of Directors has an obligation to move swiftly and decisively to create safe work environment for all and rid the company of this toxic culture. CBS as rid the company of themselves. Of themselves right after. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like actually rid themselves. Of, yeah, it's they like let it happen. Go but continue because mm-hmm. that's interesting. Absolutely. They're trying to say put this board responsible for cleaning up the mess. But mm-hmm. go ahead. CBS, as you sit in a boardroom debating the next steps to rectify the damage done, remember that the world is watching. We will accept nothing less than full transparency of the investigation's finding. A commitment to real change across all levels of CBS management and no reward for Les Moonves. And by the way, Time's Up, and for anyone who doesn't know, is like all of pa- like the biggest power player women yeah. in Hollywood. Jessica like Chastain, Reese Witherspoon. Oprah Winfrey. Um, I mean, this is like, this is backed by... Oh, don't like, forget, CAA is behind it. Uh, exactly. Yeah, a lot of the right. agencies, which is uh, problematic for a lot of people from the Me Too movement because they feel like some of those agencies were very complicit in, complicit in, in sending behavior. some of these actresses of to Harvey Weinstein's, you know... Hollywood needs just a big top-to-down enema. Of like all of this, and mostly just the men that run it are just like repla- like it is. It's going through that enema. It's called Ronan Farrow. <laughs> Ronan Farrow. <laughs> <Yes. Jonathan. laughs> it's like Ronan Farrow is like Robin Hood. He's like the only one that's basically been able to like change the culture of well, but it's not changing fast enough. As Can far you as win I'm two Pulitzers back to back? Because I think this is probably one of his yeah. second Pulitzer. My old boss Richard Rushfield on Twitter and uh, had tweeted earlier too, and he had said, "Oh, I'm sure now that Les Moonves is like out of power, that now all the uh, Hollywood." Would people that know he's not in power are going to get grandstand on? And it is true. It's like I love it how after he's out, now 
everyone, where were your right. balls before that? Like two weeks ago when like you already could have drawn an opinion or where were they uh, years ago when you knew stuff you like this was happening? You can a comparison to the Republican Party and the Trump cabinet that <laughs> nobody's saying anything except anonymously mm-hmm. and that, you know, when the tide turns, they're all going yep. to turn. Going to turn. I think CBS is going to have a lot of explaining to do <clears throat> after this because not only did they know about those accusations because of the fact that it was investigated by the LAPD. Yes. And the only reason it wasn't, you know, it didn't go forward was because of the statute Statute of limitations, which is a very sort of... Why you know, isn't that's someone not really, doing, though, something to, like, change that? Like, why isn't someone trying There's been to, like, a lot of debate about that, especially from the Me Too movement. People are very angry about the fact that a lot of these men will be walking just because of the fact that, you know, it takes a while for... We're now starting to understand sexual uh, trauma, sexual abuse trauma, and, and realizing that even today, even now, after all of these men who've been toppled... Including Les Moonves. Yes. There are still so many women who are afraid to come forward. It is a chilling sort of effect on someone's psyche. And I think that that's, there's going to be a lot of debate over the statute of limitations. Well, you know, there is this thing where when someone rapes you, abuses you, that part of your logic goes away and you assume that you, you are guilty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You take that on. Any final thoughts on Les before we move on to our next uh, topic? I don't believe he's getting no money. I, I don't think he's so getting either. severely I think cut money. I think he won't be able to get any money publicly that or, we know. Or, uh, that, that we, we know. know. I think I think wait if till even if he makes, I think right now the anger is so it, it, it's such a high level right now that if he gets a golden parachute, CBS will have to deal with not just. Um, not just the public uh, a backlash, but also lawsuits because of this. You're the right. board will be sued as well. I just so. had a thought. The Emmys are in a week. Yeah. Is anyone, luckily, the host is not from CBS, but is this going to be addressed? Are they going to make jokes? I can't imagine um, it won't. Um, yeah, of course yeah. they will. Because yeah. they made they Harvey. Remember how Jimmy Kimmel started the, uh, like, like, let's stress the elephant in the room yes. or something? Literally. He was very they, smart. Yeah. He was smart about that. They would have to. Yeah. Because, you know, like, Corden and having, like, uh, Colbert. Especially because yeah. of the Colbert CBS. I mean, CBS network, and the like, Emmys, it's not even like the Oscars where you can you can argue that it's TV versus, right. you know, movies. I still say that I feel more disturbed by the Jeff Fager stuff because of the fact that the reporting was that he was actually trying to, uh, like, a, 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 a producer of a, of a story, right. of, a, of a show that's supposed to be uncovering the truth, was yes. trying to squash stories about this. Mm-hmm. That's more offensive to me. You know, Ronan, keep doing your thing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. talking to Ronan. Keep, doing, keep it. Yeah. doing Don't ever stop. You probably won't. <laughs> okay, so moving on to, um, I, I, it's not even fun fair. It's more like fair. So New York Fashion Week, Nikki and Nikki Minaj and Cardi Talk about B. a transition. I know, yeah. <laughs> From Les Moonves to Nikki and Cardi, uh, the fur was literally flying. <laughs> the Dolce. Fashion Week. The Dolce. The Dolce, the off the runway. So, a little background. Alina, tell, tell viewers what, what happened there. All right. At the Harper's Bazaar icon party, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj got into a huge fight. Well, actually, Cardi did. Nicki yeah. wasn't touched. Yes. <laughs> Nicki was just like, I'm here, I'm here. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uses, she uses her mouth as a weapon. She does. She uses her mouth as a weapon. Yes. Cardi came out of, there's pictures of Cardi coming out of the party, being dragged out of the party with a big knot on the side of her ripped you know, head, yes. ripped dress. Yeah, and it, this has been boiling under for a little, a little while. Exactly. I mean, it's your classic case of like the, you know, the. All about Eve. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't we have a little bit of the clip, I believe? We do. Yeah, let's roll a little bit of it. 
then we'll come back. to be subtle. No. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing, though, was like Cardi just had a fight with the security, basically. Because she right. was like, when she went to lunge at her, it was like she couldn't get through. It was just like a scuffle, Nikki standing there. Um, so what was this? Merle, you had the details, but it was basically like the thing that was Cardi's red line was she spoke about her, her parent, daughter. Her daughter and, and her uh, parents. Cardi wouldn't been. mention the daughter's name. Uh, which is culture, actually, with a K. Okay. Because she didn't want people hearing that, but she was like, you the talk about my... The name is culture with a K? Yes. Her whole life, she's going to have to my name is culture, culture with a K. Culture with a K. Yeah. <laughs> like Caitlin with a, um, with a K. Uh, but then I just asked this, as we come off the story about Me Too and, and how women need to be empowered, and um, <laughs> what does this do for that? Movement. Not too much. They've always said that women in fashion could be very bitchy. And yes. having worked in that world, I, I could say that. But you know what? Nicki Minaj has, you know, prompted people, goaded them, yeah. um, said horrible things uh, all over the place. She has no cutoff. She has no boundaries. And her tour tanked. Her record's tanking. And she's 35. And Cardi B is 25 and on her way up. Here's the interesting though, like as I look at their followings, like Nikki has something I think like 20 million followers. Cardi's got like three. She had that Bodak uh, yellow uh, uh, hit. To me though, Cardi is of this sort of uh, generation, like the Kardashians. Like I got famous in this sort of unconventional way. I don't, and and yes, people like her. They think she's good energy, but like to me, not like the role model. Whereas I think I think Nikki is a smarter like businesswoman. I think that she's been in control of her career and she kind of knows what she's doing. My thing about this is sort of. Um, it's it's this idea like Nikki. It's not that Nikki hasn't worked with like Ariana Grande being a huge uh, artist and she collaborates with her. She's collaborated with so many different artists and it's sort of like there's something there to me that like Cardi's lunging at her. Cardi, I don't remember Nikki having like any physical altercations or being uh, threatened to work with other women that are. Uh, successful, so that's where that doesn't track for me. That it's just like a Nikki jealousy thing. It's like it doesn't. Well, you know, track. the whole thing basically started on social media, and there's so much of people that age going to war with each other. Yeah. on mm-hmm. social media. Yeah, it's in, in a lot Can of it. Someone looks explain like... this to me. I mean, you're famous. <laughs> you're you're rich. So exactly. You have everything you've ever. What I'm are you doing? Getting into a fight in the middle, in the middle of an event while week. cameras yeah. are on you. I mean. My eyes can't roll far back and up, back and up, far enough. Well, I agree. But think about this: how much more publicity have they got? Yeah, exactly. and that's the other question: is how much of this is really for that Good purpose, question. and how much of this is actually? Could real? you imagine if it's like both they just staged this all and they're like laughing to each other about it? Who you knows? know, this was Reese Witherspoon or some good girl right. role yeah. model. You'd say, how could they act that way? But these are two ferocious diva crazies who yeah. curse in their songs, show their butts. <laughs> 
Like its own brand. It's very it own brand. brand for Cardi. It is on brand. She's You're not right. gonna. There's not gonna be any backlash for Cardi. I mean, she just came out with a, a lipstick for Tom Ford. You know, there yes. is no backlash. This no. is on brand. When you sign up to do something with her, you know what you're getting. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've actually collabed on a song for Migos that dropped earlier this year. So. And wasn't that the whole thing though that yes. like Nikki mm-hmm. feels like she's not? She showing didn't get her. any love. Yeah, she's yeah. not showing her. Someone but I need, don't disagree with someone that. Someone needs to track all the down. Loads both of them are going to have in the, over the next few days to see idea. how that's going to play out. Yeah. How much do you think this is fan made up? Just fans kind of fueling the fire because they do go it. off on social media, right? Like the bar. So does it the <laughs> exactly? I'm wondering <laughs> if it just gets to these egos' heads. And then they start 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 well, going on. Didn't you know, Taylor Swift have a huge social media fight with somebody, Kim Kardashian. I don't remember. Well, Katy Perry. And Katy Perry. Yes, yes, forever. Katy Perry. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they made up now. <laughs> Oh, so great then. The oh, I can sleep well at night it's now. Like a <laughs> <laughs> oh, Taylor Swift and Katy Perry friends again. Oh my god. Okay, I can feel us all getting dumber by the minute. So yep. let's IQ points. Yeah. Uh, on um, moving on to something actually an uplifting Hollywood story. Well, it didn't start that way. Mm. So Cosby Show actor this week, Jeffrey Owens, was the photo surfaced on the on. A site that should remain um, nameless for this purpose because I know why. Shame them. Fox fine. News, yeah. Daily yeah. Mail, and there was one more. Radar Online. Yeah, All three of them should be ashamed of themselves. Shame themselves. They <laughs> they put pictures. He's working. He was working in Trader Joe's. He was on the show in Cosby's from like the late '80s to like uh, early, early '90s. 90s. Five seasons. This poor guy's working at Trader Joe's trying to earn a living, and they're shaming him for it. Now, this is where a beautiful thing happened. Hollywood sort of came to his rescue. And so, um, just let's talk about this, because this is, again, plays into the journalism. Like, where do the lines get drawn? Like, I know as an editor of a site, I couldn't put a story No, and like I, I have to tell you, I'm, I, I uh, saw that story as it popped up on Fox News. So, yeah. I happened to be up. It was like 7.30 in the morning. I'm seeing this tweet, and I'm thinking, oh, Boy, this is so bad. I can't believe anyone so wrong. did this. Yeah, and I, uh, I remember having a discussion with the editor because I sent her uh, the story saying you should probably pay attention to this. She's already seen it. She was yeah. on top of it. But uh, we were discussing on whether what to do with it, and I said I think it's already out there. It's going to be a big story. Yeah. It, there was already starting to be some backlash, which I love. So yeah, we good. went with the with a backlash against Fox News, which sort of, I thought, mitigated a bit what Fox News did. Uh, I happened to speak with Jeffrey Owens this week. I can tell you, one of the nicest people I've ever had the pleasure. So nice. And wearing his Trader Joe badge in every interview. It was so heartbreaking to just see that whole thing. And then this is the beautiful part of it. Tyler Perry then stepped up and offered him a job. Yeah, and, and the which latest, he took. And he took it, yeah. 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 That's like when you like, we need more stories And like Nicki Minaj also came out and Nick- said she wanted to donate. I doubt that he's going to take it because one of the first things that he So said, does that mean Cardi's going to give 35 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! But you Just know what? In the pie. Talk about <laughs> elitists. You know, the woman who took that picture was just nobody shopping in Trader Joe's. Uh, we right. should mention that she said that she regretted having done it. She wasn't she thinking, and that Jeffrey Owens had said that he he told me that he not only has forgiven her, that in a way he felt pity for her in a way, which good I think for, yeah, good for him. Oh, I want to tell you a great story. So I, I asked him. 
what was his first is this reaction. Is already on the site, by the way? Yeah. For people to read. Yeah, okay, yeah. so check out his article. Yeah, at it's the on therap.com. Yeah. Okay, uh, a really nice interview with him. I asked him what, what his first reaction was when he saw that Fox News story. Because it had been on the Daily Mail, but no one had picked it up. When yeah. Fox News picked it up, it became a big story. Yeah. Um, and he owned said, by Murdoch. Oh the God. first thing he said <laughs> he did was uh, reach out to his son, his 19-year-old son, to say, I'm so sorry if I embarrassed you. Uh, I hope I hope you're okay. And his son gave him the most beautiful response, responded back saying, I couldn't be prouder of you, you for taking that job. And he was telling me that story, choking back tears, and I was it's choking sad. back my tears oh, as I was hearing the story. Yeah. People think that anyone who was ever famous on a TV show yeah. is a star forever, right. has a huge house. That is so not true. No, it's no. not true. And I think and this started a really important conversation in Hollywood because everyone in Hollywood immediately chimed in and started telling their own stories of having to end, of and make ends meet make while ends trying meet. to make it in Hollywood. And 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 I think it start, he started talking about the idea that we sort of elevate people according to their jobs, that some jobs are better than other jobs, when in fact, I think it's the most honorable thing you can do. dignity to take a job, pay the bill, and he did it to take care of his family. Exactly. Yeah. I would and, actually have a tweet for somebody in Hollywood who chimed in to come to his defense. This is from, if we could pull it up, Latavia Robertson. She was one of the um, original, Destiny's, original Child. Destiny's Child. So oh, could well, you imagine? I love that you know that. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. she's probably had to take some jobs exactly. after so Destiny's she Child. Said, and sure. I understand. She said, I understand Jeffrey Owens. <laughs> after I was removed from the group, I ended up working at a little record or a little record shop, I think in Acres Homes. People used to come in just to see if it was really me. Oh. However, oh. I still had to feed my family and survive. So clap, clap, clap to him for not giving up. You know, it's interesting. I, I asked him because mm-hmm. he'd been working at um, he'd been working at Trader Joe's for 15 months before someone took his picture. And I said to him, "You must have known this was going to happen. I mean, yeah. you were on you were right. on the Cosby Show for five years." Um, yeah. And he said every day. He was worried that someone was going to do that. And he had no idea that this woman had taken the picture. So I asked him if he knew, if he had seen the woman take a picture. He said, no, I had no idea. But I was worried every day that someone might do that to him. I don't know what's more evil, the girl that took the picture or the publications that ran it. I'm going with the publication. Uh, The publication. The girl has an excuse. At least she wasn't thinking, even though I I don't know why she she wasn't. Did she try to get paid? That's my question. Did she do this for money? I, I, I'm my guess. I don't know. If she gave it to the Daily Mail. Also important to note, though, to people, too, that the reason also that he was suffering because of Bill Cosby not being yes. able to, I keep, right. to about keep it too. in his pants. The royalties yeah. of the Cosby show are all screwed up now because no one wants to touch that show and run it. Oh, into the show was pulled off the air yeah. about a started. Some networks started pulling it off the air, uh, you know, two years ago, and then the last ones in the last uh, year or so. And he said that yes, that was definitely a factor. You the check stopped coming in on that money. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love the ending to this. Yep. Props Happy to Tyler end. Perry yeah. and Nikki if she's gonna if she gets that check to him. I've always heard amazing things about Tyler Perry. That yeah, he's just a I think. Great he, well, he's. Like, I mean, it's like the that whole Oprah and anything. Here's Oprah, the thing you know, about Nikki, and I think that that offer was very generous. But the man has already said he didn't want charity. If you want to help him out, give him a job. Give him a job. But yeah. I mean, he said, "I don't want to get jobs unless yeah. you know I audition for them and right. I've earned them." 
Offer him an audition. That's what I think should Feels happen. like that would be like if a, someone smart in Hollywood start, started some kind of organization that like sort of helped actors of like a uh, different time like that are struggling. That that feels like there's a real market there to do something. Yeah, because a lot of these actors, yeah. here's the thing. I did a whole story. I think we did t- the story together. Yeah. We did a whole story uh, uh, about stars who have made millions and have fallen on, on hard times. Like Nicole and I, Edgar. We spoke, Wasn't it like Nicole We Edgar? spoke to Nicole. When we spoke to, yeah. remember... Uh, yeah, uh, Charles in charge. Who was the actor? Uh, no, no, uh, oh, Willie Ames. Yes, yeah. Willie Ames. We spoke to Willie Ames, who you know was making some yeah. serious cash during Charles in Charge. Yeah, and then at some point made a bad investment and found himself sleeping on the streets. Yeah. Um, yeah, and had with five dollars in his pocket, nowhere to go. And he told me that that this happens all the time. You know, people make bad investments. All these people come out of the woodwork trying to, you know turn them on to these investments trying to make their money off these people and a lot of them don't know how to handle their how to cash. Handle their cash. Mm-hmm. Well, God bless. And uh, sometimes their business managers steal a lot of money from them as we know. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Okay, well we love the ending to that story. We really do. <laughs> um, so that being said, Overheard Hollywood... What are you guys hearing out there? Something you want to tell our viewers or listeners? Well, I'm working on a big Me Too story, so uh, hopefully... You uh, want to break it here? I I can't tell you what it is, but I can (laughs) tell you that I've been working on it for two months. Okay. More than two months now. Almost three months. Okay. Um, It's going to be a great story. The only thing is it might be pushed back now because of the whole movement. Just to give it some... uh, So if it doesn't happen next week, check check it out the week after. Well, the Les Moonves will have more developments by the time we go to check our... For sure. You know, it's like minute to minute. And how about you, Merle? I'm doing two stories. One of them is on the Emmy parties. So I can tell you that the theme of HBO's Emmy party, which is the biggest party of Emmy season, and the biggest party that HBO gives, gives, is... Garden of Eden, so maybe people want to show up naked. <laughs> the other, this gives you an idea of the range of my career. I'm doing a story on a new book that's going to come out on the 18th, and I know the New York Times has the first story on it. Mine will be on the Rob Report, and it's by an author named Wednesday Martin, who <laughs> wrote um, the, was it called the Predators Park Avenue? Um, she wrote a book about women on Park Avenue and their deals with their husbands, and you know, basically no, it was... Uh, Sociological. She's a doctor of, of uh, sociology. Yeah. Anyway, this book, which she researched for two years, is called Untrue, and it's everything you didn't know about female sexuality. So while we're talking about men abusing women, yes. this is about how women's natural urge is not to be monogamous. So this book is going to get a lot of talk. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Okay, got it. Alina, would you like to tell everybody where they could find us? Of course, absolutely. <laughs> you guys can watch us on the After Buzz TV YouTube channel. You can also subscribe to the Meet the Hollywood podcast on Apple Podcasts. Rate it, give us, you know, good reviews, all of that. We love it. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Meet the Hollywood Press and on Twitter at Meet the H. WD Press. And give us $25,000. <laughs> that about wraps it up for us. Come back next week, Sunday, because Emmys are Monday, so we're going to be talking all Emmys next Sunday, um, just um, on the eve of the big awards. And thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.